0: That's B-O-D-I dot com. Real Moms of Bravo.
1: Bravo. Real Moms of Bravo.
2: Real Moms of Bravo. Real Moms of Bravo. Bravo. Happy Friday. We are back after an awesome interview with Lindsay Hubbard from Summer House. If you have not listened to that, highly recommend you do. She makes it official with Carl. Um, it's fun to be One of the few accounts to get to break that, uh, but also talks about the upcoming season and just uh, her relationship with Carl as well. So be sure to check that out. But this week we are going to be diving into OC and Salt Lake City. And um, I just want to say I'm a geography and directionally challenged person. I was really proud of myself for knowing where Mykonos was in this episode with Noella and Gina.
1: (laughs) You know, it's funny. I had to look it up um, on a map. Uh, to just get the scale of
2: where things are in Greece. But I'm very proud of you that you just knew. I just knew. I've wanted to go to Greece for a while. And Greece is small. So I feel like it's an easier country to figure out. Like some of the other ones are really big and it's hard. Like Italy to me, I forget where like Florence is in relation to like Rome and stuff like that. But um, yeah, so apparently... Uh, James, sweet James is hiding out in Mykonos. Um, and she knows this because she can track his credit card. This whole story to me, it's just a lot to take in. And it's one of those things, if it's true and all of it really is true, I feel bad because it's just so out there. I can't believe it. And based on like his responses back, this just all just feels very calculated to me as like a way that she wanted to remain relevant on the show is that's my vibe.
1: I think everything Noella does, I th- here's the thing, and I think you bring up a really, really good point. Had she not gone all in in all aspects of her storylines, her feud with Heather, her thing with um, Nicole, it just feels like all a bit performative. That being said, I mean, obviously we have compassion for any mother, any woman really, who's going through a divorce, who's been, you know, been wronged. I just feel yucky but by the way she's handling it. Um, and, you know, we're judging her because she's on TV.
2: <laughs> this is well, what this is You put it out about. there, though. You know, and she I'm- also
1: put it out there. And she also put it out there. So I just, I don't know. It's just a lot. And I feel like as I, the show progresses and she has fewer allies, I think there's going to be a more of a focus on things not adding up.
2: Well, you know something's going to happen with her and Shannon. Shannon is not exactly your most, like, loyal, diehard friend to have in Housewives. So there's going to be something that happens there where Shannon then no longer wants to be Noella's, like, close buddy. And that's going to change the dynamic. I I also wonder, like, does she have other women that she is close friends with? Because it doesn't seem like she's really that close with Nicole. If you have to say to a friend, I get maybe saying like, I really need some more support from you right now. Like, I'm really struggling. Can you just like check in with me more? I just, I'm not doing well. I get like, I totally get that. And I think you should, if that's what you need and you're close friends with somebody, you should be able to do it. Nicole's response back to me, though, led me to believe like they aren't that close because she was like, clearly, I'm not being the friend you want me to be right now. I can't be that like you need to kind of find somebody else. I just feel like if you're close friends with somebody, that's not a conversation you're having. I don't know. I just I'm like, she doesn't have any good friends on the show. And it's it's going to be a really rough season for her. Then she needs to find an
1: ally ASAP. I feel like we're seeing Nicole's fuck this housewife shit. I want to get out. Like, I feel like that's what I saw through in that scene. She's like, I'm like forced to hang out with this woman who seems a little bit unhinged. I don't want anything to do with this. Goodbye. Like, that's what that mean. That scene
2: was to me. And I feel like, yeah, I look, like I would be like a Nicole. I would be one of those. Well, honestly though, I have no desire to ever be on housewives or really any reality show. Cause I just think you've got to have thicker skin and you've got to be prepared to like, be edited and casted in a way that you might not think you are as a human. So I could see, like, I would be like a Nicole though. I'm like, Oh, okay. Like I'll go to a few parties. Like we've always said like, Oh my God, if we could go to one of Marge's parties for, you know, New Jersey, I would love that. But if all of a sudden, like, I'm like the drunk, like who invited that girl, I would like curl up on a ball and cry for weeks. And I think I'd be like, get me out of here. I'm done. Like I could see what I, I could be a Nicole being like, fuck this. I, I, did not sign up for all these fake bitches and this fake drama. I have to wonder if she ever watched the show. It feels like to me she never watched it and really thought it was just a bunch of good girlfriends hanging out and didn't realize like the whole purpose is they fight and don't get along.
1: I mean, I feel like as long as for as long as Housewives has been on TV, she's had to seen at least an episode. Like I, I don't know that I by the, you know, I didn't know what I was getting myself into because it's been on for so long. And well, and she, I mean the table flip, like there's like so many like pop culture references of housewives. I, I feel like the confrontation is a thing there. So I don't know that I'd buy that. I just think it goes down to having the thick skin,
2: like you said, and she just couldn't handle the pressure. Yeah. Which I mean, I don't fault her. I just, I wouldn't sign up for a show. And I do think like, from what I've told, like what i've been told the process is really strenuous to get selected and i think they kind of make it clear like you're going to go through like a mental boot camp and this is going to be a roller coaster so you know cost of admission might seem like it's not that bad but it's pretty high when it comes to your mental health so um maybe some people just don't realize that but i um i'm okay with nicole leaving though i don't think she's bringing anything to this season i actually feel like In some ways, I feel like we could have done without Noella and Dr. Jen Armstrong, or maybe they could have been friends of. And I think we would have been fine if our only main housewives was Fancy Pants, Shannon, Gina, and Emily. Like, I don't know if we really needed all of these other people in there.
1: No, I think you're right. A thousand percent. I... I mean, I think if we were to bring anyone back, you guys know we're on the Tammy Sue bandwagon oh, of bring bringing her back. someone like back, back. Like, I would love to see her back. I Things I never thought I'd say, and I'm sure there's been longtime listeners. I'm sure you're like, oh my God, you were <laughs> so happy when she left. And now you're like, come back. I was uh, okay I own with that.
2: it. Yeah. You know what? I, w- I would like to defend it a little bit because the only reason why I was like, wow, this is monumental and I love it Because I think for so long, the OGs thought they were untouchable and they could never be fired because it was their show. And Vicky got a little too big for her britches. And I think, unfortunately, Tamara was just kind of like a, a, not an innocent bystander, but she was a victim of Vicky's behavior and Vicky's ego. But I think it sends a message to some of these women like, hey, Ramona, you, you like, not showing up to a reunion. And then we didn't have it. Like you're going to have to bring it this next season, or you're probably going to be fired too. Like I, I like that. I like that. They're, they're saying to these OGs, like you're not untouchable, but in that, with that being said, bring back Tammy Sue, we need someone who loves being the villain. This is what we're missing right now in OC.
1: What was your take? So the conversation between Heather and Noella, what was your take on that? And which side are you on?
2: Uh, I'm so at first I thought it was bizarre. Like don't invite someone over to your house. If you know, you're going to be filming something, but then Heather did show some receipts. And what she said, like, I have a crazy day, but I'd like to talk to you. Could you come to my house? I'm going to be doing some stuff for, um, HGT. No, what are they with HSN? I don't know. One of those, you know, home shopping network things. Um, when I listened to the conversation and when I heard Noelle's response, I have to say I'm team Heather. I really think that I get Noella, you were misplacing anger at other people, but you did it to a lot of other people. And then you were saying that like, Heather was slamming people against walls. Like, I just feel like, I think she's just classic housewife needs to know how to say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I said that. I was coming from a place of hurt. I don't think you're a fake phony bitch. And I'd like to have a friendship with you. That's it. That's all Heather wanted. Absolutely. And I just, I don't know. The whole thing was...
1: Noelle is just doing much, even in the interviews where she was like saying, and then, or in the moment, she's like, and then you had your hands up or had someone up against the wall. (laughs) Like, what are you talking about? I just, I just don't get it. But this is like, goes to show, like she was backing up Nicole, who is not someone who's going to have any sort of presence on the show. So it's like you buddied up with the wrong bitch.
2: Yeah. You placed your bet on the wrong horse, Noella. And unfortunately I think it might be the reason why you don't get a second season. Um, I want to talk about Max's book party though. I loved it. And you made a comment about this and when you said it, like my mind was blown. Cause I'm like, this is, you were so spot on with it and I loved it.
1: Yeah. So Max book party and Max in general, I've really, I'm really digging her. I think, I think it's great, like just seeing this generation of young women or people who are just kind of owning who they are, don't have any shame about it, and are very upfront about it. And that, as a millennial, excites me about Gen Z. But she was giving me, if any of you've watched my unorthodox Jewish life on Netflix, she, to me, the energy that
2: she was kind of like carrying reminded me
1: so much of Miriam.
2: I completely agree. Just that confidence. I, like, I. I'm so jealous of that because when I was Max's age, I I think most of us who are in our mid to late thirties, you know, when we were teenagers in 16, 17, kind of around that age that Max is right now, it was like, I want everyone to think I'm cool. Am I cool? Should I do this? Should I not? Like you have like a couple friends that you really trusted, but then there were some people you're like, I want to be friends with this person because they, people think she's cool. Or they get like, I want to go to the cool parties now. And like, it was just a lot of like figuring out who you are. And I feel like I always like people always say that, like, I wish I knew now what I knew then. Like I would have had so much more confidence in high school to be like, fuck this whole mean girl thing. And who cares who's cool and who's popular and who's not like, it doesn't matter. And then you find out too, that like the people you thought were popular, they were just as insecure as you were. Like, it just, I love the fact that like, there's a lot of really confident girls. And when she was talking to the person at the chakra intuition reading or whatever it was called. She was like, are you straight? No, me neither. Can I get your number? I'm like, oh my God, like uh, go, yeah, go Gen Z. I love the confidence. And I agree. She was, it reminded me a lot of Miriam, who was just kind of like, I am who I am. I'm going to make out with my girlfriend at my mom's brunch and I don't really care. And exactly. I kind of love it. I also, I mean, I think I've got to tip my hat to Heather
1: just for kind of embracing her and giving her like the safe space to do that because that is why, you know, she's a product of great, supportive parents who let her be who she is. So yeah. I tip my hat and to Heather. And a great Heather community Terry. too.
2: It seems like, she, like when you saw those people showing up, like she had a lot of friends. And like I've known people now later on who are like, even my closest friends didn't really know if I was gay or straight. I was closeted all through college. And so like, I think it's really awesome that she was able to come out in high school and has all this support. And I'm sure there are people who I'm sure she has DMs that aren't nice and stuff. I'm not saying it's all like rainbows and sunshine for her, but she just seems to have a lot of confidence. And I think she's got a great support system with family and friends. Um, it might be
1: California um, a little bit, but something that was never more California was oh my God. Jen Armstrong <laughs> revealing that ryan is actually ryan but he chose to be ryan
2: okay so when i hear ryan i think of like the ryan of like cheese like i i wouldn't want that to be my name i don't think that's cool and edgy like i don't know i always thought stone phillips do you remember him though yeah (laughs) like i thought he had the cool. what a badass name your name is stone phillips like i'm like i wonder if that really is his first name i would change my name to stone if i like looked like that and could carry that name I would never change my name to Ryan. Like what I'd be like me changing my name to peel. Like I want to be known as peel, like an orange peel. I just don't, (laughs) it's so dumb to me. Like, Oh, Ryan isn't unique enough. So I'm going to be Ryan. It's, it's weird. It's very California. Very
1: interesting. And I thought the dynamics of Jen kind of talking about her ex and I loved how drunk Emily was to be like calling her out. What's your take on that situation about like all the money she had to pay back. So the way Jen spins it is like, I broke up with this guy. He was mad at me, all these things that he gave to me as gifts. Now I had to like somehow pay it back. But I feel like you probably wouldn't have settled if there wasn't validity in the argument.
2: I think there's probably a lot of gray, like, you know, he was older. I mean, it seems like it was a bit of a sugar daddy situation. And I wonder if, it wasn't a clean breakup, or maybe it was that, like, because he said that he was divorced, uh, but he was just separated, and that's why they broke up. I mean, there's definitely more to this, and I agree. You don't just settle. Um, even if he has got these big bad lawyers, like, I think there's a way you can be like, we were in a relationship, these were all gifts. Like, I feel like cash was given, or he paid for like an apartment or condo, like in a, a Rand and Lala situation without, you know, having a child. Um, I thought it was really odd. I have to say, like, I love that Emily was asking all the questions because it's like, well, this is kind of what I'm thinking. Like, we want to know these answers. And Jen just kind of like, I think she was definitely clearly annoyed and didn't appreciate it, but she was answering it. But I feel like Emily is such a bad drunk. Like she just like, can't find that happy medium of being like funny, fun, buzzed. (laughs) She just like, when she starts doing shots, it's like a whole other Emily And I did appreciate Shane saying to her, maybe you shouldn't do shots. Then when she was like, I'm so drunk, I did too many shots. Um, I don't know. I think she's just, I sometimes think she can be a bit of a bad drunk. Great for TV, but I hope we're not getting into like a situation where this is going to be her most of the season.
1: Yeah. I mean, she's a little sloppy, little sloppy drunk. She's like a smiley, like she has like an extra layer of confidence kind of drunk for her to like say all those things. And then I feel like
2: Hours later, she's probably like super embarrassed about the thing she's going to have that anxiety the next day. You text people and you're like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry I said that. Or I like I remember talking to you a lot. Did I say anything stupid? Like there truly is no worse feeling than waking up hungover. So you've got like a headache, you're nauseous, whatever your hangover ailments are. But then that like anxiety kicks in of like, what did I say? What did I do? And for me, it's always like, who's mad at me? I always am like, is somebody mad at me? Did I like upset someone? And I hate that feeling. I just, I think for her, maybe I'm having like, I'm like f- sensing that. And so it's like, oh, Emily, stop, stop. I don't want you to get to that point. Cause tomorrow's going to be terrible for you. I don't oh my know, God. But I'm excited for Mexico and Noelle is going to pull a Jill Zarin and just show up. I mean, like... I... This girl
1: is like <laughs> clinging on to these 15 minutes, like no tomorrow. And I, you know what? I tip my hat to that. <laughs> she is going all in. <laughs> she's putting in the totally effort back. Doesn't give a fuck of like how she's portrayed. Like she really is just mm,
2: <laughs> clinging on. Um, Speaking of clinging on, I think Seth is clinging on to everyone's cleavage a little too much. Uh, Salt Lake city the men are playing golf. It really creeped me out the way he was talking. I did not, I just didn't, I get being like, like my husband will say something like there's, you know, there's always women that have like big boobs and wear like more revealing tops or whatever. And have would be like, uh, oh my God, like, look at her, like, look at her shirt. And like, and I made, whether it's right or wrong, people make those comments. Right. But to outwardly say to someone's husband and then like have, have been doing this for a while, I just, it kind of creeped me out.
1: It would make me very uncomfortable. Like, obviously the conversation would be different if Whitney like didn't have, like, I guess, I don't know if a good. I don't want to say the like humor good, or just sense like of humor. She, yes. Thank you. Like, I don't want to say like that. I don't know. Anyways, Whitney doesn't handling take it too it. seriously. Yes. Whitney's handling a lot better than I feel like some other women would. And she's like kind of playing into the and kind of on the joke. I just think it's gross. Seth in general has really like creeped me out. I don't know if he's like on something sometimes, like he seems like a little bit out there with his comments and the things he says. And he just has like, he has truly has no filter. And it really kind of surprises me that Meredith, like this is her life partner. Then it kind of like, if you guys know you saw on our Instagram, us spilling all this tea about Meredith and Jen and this alleged affair um, uh, that seemed to have some validity based on the people who've messaged us. So, knowing all that, it makes more sense to me that that
2: just overdoing happened. the PDA and all that, yeah, yeah. But that had
1: probably happened given how she's oh. attracted to this weirdo Seth, yeah, who, like it's into other people's tits and like the guy, that creepy guy from, from New York,
2: from yeah, Ronny, it's like similar energy. It, it really is, you know, like where Seth is crossing into that territory. It's like that. It's never a good friend's dad, but it's somebody you're like acquainted with. And you went to like their graduation party or like their little brother's graduation party. You're in college, so you can drink. Like, I don't know. That was kind of like the rule where I grew up. Is like, once the kids were in college, you were allowed to drink at like functions and stuff, even if you weren't 21. And like, he's the dad that will come up to like somebody and be like, wow, you've really grown up. And like, doesn't say it in a way like, oh my gosh, I haven't seen you since you were, you know, playing soccer in fourth grade. I can't believe you're already in college. Like he says it in a creepy way. Like Seth gives me those vibes. He's the dad that says that to somebody.
1: Oh yeah. He's a creepy. He's definitely creepy. And I mean, I want to know why the hell a shirtless picture of him was oh my part God. of like the party favors. Like I'm so glad that Chloe and like called him
2: out for that. And it's like, you're like having a midlife crisis. That is so weird. There were just like, there was the the party itself to me was odd on so many levels. The random dancer that had to like have her feet in the pool. Like also why the random dancer by herself. And I didn't, I didn't necessarily think there was much of a, a theme to it. Like, I guess you were supposed to be like cocktail chic, but like that to me didn't scream random go-go-ish dancer in a pool. Um, Why was it like seemingly at like one o'clock in the afternoon? I don't know. Just like a lot of it didn't, I didn't, it didn't add up to me the whole party. And then like, yeah, like now he's shirtless. It was just bizarre. I think obviously they just were like, Oh, who has a birthday coming up? Cool. Seth, we need to have a party. We'll film it. It, I don't know. I was just kind of like, this seems so random and like, so like oddly thrown together. Yeah. Um,
1: well, and it also, I don't know. It felt like swingers. Like I felt like they're about to like all throw their keys.
2: Yeah. It was weird. I just, a lot of weird vibes. I was like, I don't know where we're going. And I don't think I like the direction. Like it, it kind of weirded me out. Um, okay. So let's talk a little bit about Meredith and Mary's conversation. I, um, Mary got it. She's just so bizarre. And it's just so crazy to me that she's quote this like woman of God and like, you know, claims to be such a good Christian woman and can't understand why, like some of the things she said were inappropriate and offensive to people. But then also she was saying to about like the whole Jenny thing. She's like, well, if it offended you, you shouldn't have taken the shoes. And Meredith was like, well, did she know that they were intended for Jen? And she's like, well, no, I never told her that. I'm like, well, that's why she got offended. Like, it's like, you're so close-minded that you're only seeing everything through your lens. And it's like, I, you, I would have to like think a normal person could kind of be like, yeah, that was kind of shitty of me. She found out that sucks. Like, well, kind of- and then for Mary then to
1: kind of turn the conversation, she's like gaslighting has no accountability. And I'm so annoyed that we. Find out that she's not going to be at the reunion I mean yeah. last week we were talking about was she or she not that she's truly not and that we'll
2: never hear the end of it so uh, and she's not doing Mary season sucks. three
1: yeah and honestly so I, I you know it. what
2: bye bye bitch well, I agree bye. if you're not gonna here's the thing I know Lisa Renna says a lot of shitty stuff and she will like face the music Dorinda also would too like when she said the turkey based her comment and like Was like okay, fine. I, you know that that wasn't that was mean. I apologize. Like I think, I think if you are going to be on this show and you're going to be outspoken, you have to take accountability for what you say, and you have to be open to understanding how somebody might take it. And the fact that she couldn't even understand what was being said, and I was a little bit disappointed in Meredith. Like I think she was saying like, whether it's you know racist or culturally offensive or not if that's how Jenny feels and she was like, she's allowed to feel that I think she should have like, I wish she would have said something to Mary that like what you said is commenting on, like it is something that is like universally known that it is like almost said as a negative about the Asian community. So like putting it out there in the way you did and drawing attention to it wasn't the right thing to do.
1: No. And I I appreciate like Meredith, at least acknowledging you know, in this climate, God, I can't believe I said that, but that there's going to be things that people say and that it may not be politically correct or the right thing, but you have to be willing to have the conversation. And Jenny tried to explain to Mary why that was offensive and you should be receptive to that. And instead of saying, oh, but I do like, I don't even want to repeat it, but I do like that instead you should be like, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. I hear you. Like, give us an example of how people can have these conversations and move on from it, like, and not be
2: hashtag canceled, but I'm canceling Mary. So bye yeah. bitch. He deserves to be canceled. Um, so now they're going to go on this like mother's day trip and Jen is included. Uh, like I feel like this episode was like a filler episode just to get us to the last two minutes. And it's like, they knew that's all we wanted because that party was so weird.
1: Um, <laughs> but, the boob. We can't, we have to talk I, about the cake.
2: <laughs> oh, the boob. the way he licked like the nipple of the cake is like so burned in my brain. And like, in it's in a bad way. And it's like, it's one of those things that, like haunts me. He did it in such a creepy, disgusting way. And knowing that it was supposed to be Whitney's boobs, I was just like, Oh my God. Like I'm so grossed out by this. No, I mean, I
1: feel like he is like slapping the monkey to me, to Woody's boobs. Oh, it was, was I know that's gross guys. Sorry to put that out there, but I feel like that happened. All right. Let's talk about the Lisa Barlow of it all.
2: Okay. So I have to say, like, at first I was thinking like the way it was edited, I thought it was like, Whoa, Lisa's unhinged. And like, we've never seen her kind of lose her shit like this. I actually give her a lot of credit. I mean, Jen just kept going at her and yelling at her and saying all this stuff and like everything somehow was Lisa Barlow's fault. And you know, I get that maybe she hasn't, she's trying to be both Meredith's friend and Jen Shaw's friend, and it's not going to end well for her. And like, she, I feel like we've already seen this battle for So for all of it to come back up again, I was like, I'm not really understanding where all this is coming from. I honestly felt, I felt bad for Lisa and I, I don't blame her for losing her shit. I would have lost it like five minutes prior.
1: Absolutely. I mean, I think Jen is obviously in a place of hurt. She, I mean, she said that me and Lisa would talk on the phone. Does she say like one to two hours? Yeah. Which in this day and age is a lot, like a very long time, A very long time in this day and age when people mainly talk on text, Abby and I happen to be phone people. So we do have like Conversation. Like three people I talked to on the phone. You're one of them, and then I have yeah. two other friends. Yeah. yeah, and I have one other friend. And, anyways, but I, so I get there's a place of hurt there, and she like she really wanted to hear Lisa like acknowledge her wrongdoing, and Lisa could only process and acknowledge so much, and she started to. She's like, listen, well, I'll start to. I'm like butchering the words, but like, yeah, I'll try to be like more transparent about whatever. But Jen was not having it. And she definitely like she she like um, it's like, what is it? Pot meat kettle? Like she basically was like boiling up. Yeah.
2: And ex- they exploded. Guys, sorry. It's uh, not really, I'm no like, goes, but that's OK. Yeah. OK, whatever. You guys know <laughs> <laughs> it's the phrase you're trying to think of is like like pot calling the kettle black. Thank, but, you. Um,
1: Thank you. Thank you, It's not really
2: like I don't think it relates to like boiling up with anger. It's more like
1: Well, yeah. Well, okay. Just call me Teresa.
2: Yeah. am my, my gonna blow a, a casket. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but no, I yeah, I just think I I just I felt bad for Lisa in that moment. I also think like people I'm like why did not no one else say anything? I don't think I would have said anything either if I was a, I mean, Jen was just fired up and heated and she has a temper, obviously. And I don't know, I don't think anyone could have diffused it. And I almost think just saying nothing like was all that, like she kind of wanted from everyone. She just wanted to get all of it out. Um, but I don't blame Lisa because I feel like you can only sit there and be yelled at for so long before you're like, no, this is, this is pissing me off. This is not who I am. I'm not a bad friend. And I, I don't blame her for like wanting like Lisa to, or Jen to get out of her face and Lisa getting up and like, kind of be like, get out of my face. I'm done with this. Um, I don't think they actually end up like really physically fighting beyond just like pushing one another, but I do want to see it reach. It's like peak. And then what is now they have to go on this trip together too. So what's going to be the outcome of it?
1: What's the thing that Meredith says that was like in the trailer. It's like, bye, bye, baby.
2: Oh, love you. Um, I'm the fraud. You're the fraud or or something like that. Love you, baby. Bye. Like, Yeah, yeah, she, we
1: get that next week.
2: Yeah. Thank God. I've been waiting for that. So lots to look forward to with Salt Lake. Um, And I mean, we've got four, five episodes left. No, four episodes left. I think three of which are this trip. And then of course, there's going to be like one, you know, finale party. Um, So not like we're not that far away from the reunion, which it will be interesting to see what happens um, as far as the women Commenting about Mary because Andy said this too. He's like, I always say this to women who say they don't want to come to the reunion. You give all the other women the chance then the and the power to talk about you without having to face you. So, yeah. I mean, this is a great chance for people who are like, oh shit, no one likes Mary anymore. She's not here. We're throwing we'll her hear like era
1: all the dirty laundry yeah. that they have on her without her being able to defend herself. Which honestly, I'm here for because there's he deserves of receipts. So Whitney, bring it. I'm expecting it. Even though these outfits, can we talk about the outfits for a second? I thought we were
2: going to talk about it on Patreon, but let's talk about it here. Oh, they were terrible. They were terrible. Okay. They're terrible. It's not much to say. I just they were all awful. I will say of all of them, <laughs> the. The best one to me was Heather, who was still terrible. And I completely agree with you. It was a mother of the bride gown. It looks so matronly. No, I know. And like, ugh, I'm just like, oh, and I know Some people like not... Lisa Barlow's, but I did. I, um, uh, Monty from mixing with Moni said it should have been shorter. I agree. It should have been like a mini dress.
1: I honestly would have loved it as like a jumpsuit. If it was like a, oh, that would have been cute. like yeah. with the wider leg, like corset, like, I think, you know, I think that would have looked really pretty or shorter, like mini
2: yeah. Anyways. I just, yeah. So anyway, um, it was terrible. All right. That wraps up this week, but of course we've got to do our shout out. Uh, I feel like we're going to have the same one, um, but I would like to give my shout out to Hubhouse Lindsay hubs for coming on the podcast, telling us about her and Carl talking about the season, but also like a few of my friends DM me like, Oh my God, did Bravo ask you to like interview her for the show? Like, how does that happen? And so Part of the reason why we love Lindsay so much is because the only reason why this interview happened is she pushed the NBC people and basically was like, I'm going to do an interview with Real Moms of Bravo. When do you want me to do it? And originally it was going to happen before the holidays. um, But they said, can we wait until we get closer to the premiere? Because there's a lot of questions you won't be able to ask if you do it too soon. And um, I just appreciate her pushing to let us get to interview her because I don't think we're necessarily... um, the top of Bravo's media outlets when they were having their own podcast, Us Weekly, like all these other people interviewing her that are more national publications. So it was fun to be part of that mix.
1: I couldn't agree more. Lindsay, I mean, you guys were team Hubhouse for life. We're easily won over, but anytime anyone in the Bravo sphere and these Bravo celebrities like take the moment and treat us with kindness, um, seem genuine and authentic in who they are, like, I will always like back that person up. You have my loyalty, like a Danielle or not Danielle, like a um, Dolores Catania loyalty. Hubs has that from me now. Like I will, I will go to bat. Don't activate me. Anybody. I will go (laughs) to bat for that girl. She is the real deal. And like what you see is what you get the good, the bad, everything. Like, and I I think there's so much more good than bad, but uh, she's, she's lovely, lovely, lovely human.
2: Uh, and you guys are all lovely humans for listening to us. Um, and I think there's probably several new listeners coming over just because you might have heard about our podcast through the Lindsay interview. So welcome. Um, hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to hear more of our hot takes, um, unfiltered and just pop culture um, you know reactions, head over to our Patreon um, at patreon.com slash realmomsofbravo. You can join for as little as $3 a month. And we put out weekly episodes there. Uh, Another free way to support us is hit five stars. uh, And if you have 30 seconds, leave us a review. We love getting them. Like we text each other every time we get one. Like it really does make our day. Um, And thank you guys so much for just following us and supporting us. It means so much to us. And with that, we will catch you next week.
0: That's B-O-D-I dot com.